Hey, this is Tim McKernan, and I am here with Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling, and I have been a longtime Design Air client. What separates you guys from everybody else? It's becoming more common for companies to just get their foot in the door. They try to come up with different ways to upsell. They try to see how much they can make off of a customer as opposed to, hey, we're in there to do a service. We're going to do it well. We're going to do it for a fair price. I don't know how many emails I have received from our listeners who experience the incredible customer service Design Air Heating and Cooling provides. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen and my law firm Brown and Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown and Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com. With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Welcome in, friends. It's the Michelob Ultra Studios, Munganest, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McCurney, Douglas Elvin, Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode, the Plowhawk, and Action Jackson with you on the program. Uh, Doug, you said ours is the type of show where... Friends feel they can drop in at any time. That's correct. Yesterday, Martin Kilcoin did that, and then Randy Carricker did it, and then Kerry Davis did it. Mm-hmm. Today, Tim Convey, who is on uh, Courtney's show on 106.5 The Arch, he's going to be dropping by. He, oh, fabulous. He's a, a stand-up comedian, and uh, his brother, Chris is uh, the one who is uh, with uh, Nikki Glaser. Oh. And uh, they do the show together down there with Courtney. Do they? Yeah. How about that? All right. So Tim's coming in. Well, is he going to come in and do the Don Rickles routine like Martin did and just rip us all? <laughs> I told you that was coming yesterday. So Martin's oh, yeah. going to come in and rip yeah. us all. Oh, it's fine. There's, the Tim thing, there's learns Tim, there's our Tim, mm-hmm. and then there's Courtney's Tim. Mm-hmm. Oh, my word. Isn't that a lot of Tims, you think? Doug's are too many Tims. It I don't think like it's, it's too a many. I just think that that's, a, I guess, a popular name in radio. I would have thought after our Tim burst on the scene, the other Tims would change their name. I agree with that. I've kind of sent emails from my burners to ask them to do yeah. it. It's it's the polite thing to do, for sure. Yeah. You know, like you're not going to come up as a female singer and be named Cher. Right. Taken. Perfect analogy. Or, or Gaga. That's right. Perfect Hi, my analogy. My name is Gaga. No, there's only one. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I don't know what these other Tims are thinking. Well, let's scold him when he walks in. He's okay. going to be in here in the uh, Munganas St. Louis Acura. Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. You friends are welcome to get involved by texting in 314-881-TMA5. You're also welcome to, uh, that's Engineer Design Facilities text inbox, call in to the Steve Schmidt Kia North County phone line, 636-9004-TMA. An email in uh, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. The retired air marshal made it clear he is going to try to become the Milagro Tequila first ever listener of the month this month. Huh. Uh, he emailed me some shirt designs, and he said he felt like that would be checking a box. Oh. And I thought to myself, I appreciate that. That's showing effort. Well, it is. But. But when the dais gets together in our papal conclave and decides who of the people who signed up at TMASTL.com for the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month by signing up at TMASTL.com. I don't know if the shirt designs are going to be what, what gets 
your vote say, Doug? I don't know. No, I, I didn't even know we had a Papple conference. <laughs> Is there a chance black smoke comes out of the building and nobody wins? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I would, I would say that's certainly send a message. list of possibilities, sure. Uh, my, tame, my name is Tim also. Thanks. That comes from Alan. <laughs> Sounds like his name is Alan. Everyone wants to be Tim now. Can't blame them. Well, you know, I guess there's a lot of little babies named Elvis back in the 60s. Uh, guys, that segment with Martin yesterday was so good, I PLTD'd the segment twice. That's from period, <laughs> like the dot. It got a lot of pub on the fan page. And well, I mean, not a lot. I mean, there's one thread with like 100 oh. comments. Oh, but really? People Is that right? It. How do I not? Because you're, you're not. I just went to and it and don't... I see Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Doug, Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. No, what does that mean? Let me see if she's I can... a rapper and she. Uh, oh, she's great. She is right there. there she is. Oh, okay. I'm sure they posted it because of the coat. Uh, it looks like it's a KG and O Town TikTok. And that's exactly what it is. One of the... It's a shot at your coat? That's what Lauren calls me now every time I wear that coat and she sees me. What does she call you? Coat? Missy Misdemeanor Elliot. Oh. Coat. Pockets and coat. It's a new podcast. Here comes coat. Here coat. <laughs> well, you seem a little bitter about it. You're not bitter, are you? No. All right. Lauren can never make me bitter. Um, mm. Somebody else posted. Yeah, probably. But not her. She can never make me bitter. I see. How are the sports? Are they great? Yeah. Uh, might be on my Mount Rushmore crops. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, is it the thread, damn Martan letting Mushmouth have it? Is There's that the another one, but that is one of them, yes. And people love Martan, which I thought he was great. He is a little spitfire, and I love him. He's a little spitfire. <laughs> he came out here swinging. He was mm -hmm. ready to go. Yeah. He's like 6'3", isn't he? Certainly not little, yeah, but it was good to see him. I feel like I haven't seen him in two years. It yeah, it has been a while. The better show was when I was walking him to, you there with us, when I was walking him to the uh, to the lobby after we did the segment and some of the more stories oh, that yeah. were told. What we were, kind of stories? We were texting last night. I had a sponsor text me yesterday and say, is there any way if I have sponsored the segment, Martin could come in once a week? I said, I can ask him. I don't know. I, th I think the thing for Martin is he doesn't want to get up. And he likes the TV thing, I think. Yeah, it's the waking up that's the hard part of this. Right. It's the only hard part of this. <laughs> yeah, if you could get up like at 10 and do it. If you could do this from about 10 to, you know, 10, 15, then it would be a pretty good job. 15 minute? 15 minute job, yeah. Make the same money and everything, same sure, perks. Seems reasonable. But get here about 9.58, go 10 to 10.15, be back in your car by 10.16, then it would be a pretty nice gig. That's called Pepper and Genie. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Did anybody get it? But that rests in peace. Yeah, but that was Pepper and Genie. Yeah, you're on there, guys. Okay. Mm. Guys, everybody liked the Martin segment. We're sure to hear that on a permanent loop over the Labor Day weekend. That's from Herb's Hog. Doug, no. you remember Herb? He had that brown... I do remember Herb. No, we're Three actually going to play it on a loop on MLK Day. Yeah, we're off on uh, Martin off Luther on King Day. Yeah. How about that? Oh, that's good. Station's off. Oh, so the only show that's doing live programming is 101 ESPN. And they said, oh, you guys can take Balloon Party off. I said, how do you do? Oh, you know, I tip my cap. I'm bringing back the cap tip. I said, right, yeah, oh, how do you do? That. So that to Mike Midnight Rider. I was ready. Just, Doug. That's how a nice do? cap tip. Thank yeah. you. I was ready to do some reps. Put in work. Why are they doing a show under? Uh, wild off. Card Weekend. That's the reason. Oh, yeah. 
Not and Blues and Ning. Doug Blues and Ning Saturday after Blues right. and Flame. What nice little comeback. How do you do? Great game last night. I went to it. It was very enjoyable. They, they looked oh, you bad. went to it? Yeah. Who'd they you looked... go with? You went with uh, John Vaughn. No, Nick Vaughn. Nick Vaughn went. Bad for a couple periods. They really looked out of sync there for the first two periods. Uh, Chief let him have it in between periods. Must have. He did. Calgary hit the goalpost twice. It could have easily been 5-1. to yeah. one. Came to about an inch from being 5-1. to one. I'd kind of written it off. And I go, okay, now the fade will begin. And uh, then Markstrom kind of gave him a little gift. Yeah. That was warm garbage. If you're a Calgary fan, I don't know if you could see it from where you were sitting. The 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 uh, the goal that made it three to two about two and a half minutes into the third period. I oh yeah, that's terrible. That was a terrible play. Great break for the Blues. Yeah. Uh, Alexandrov gets the goal there, and then Kairou scored like what fifteen seconds later. Yeah, he's on a little toe drag. How do you? Oh, he's on fire. Sod's on fire. I think you can tell who a coach thinks his best players are by who he puts out there when overtime begins, the first shift. And so and, what and was it, Kyra, Thomas, and Falk, right? Yes. So, on a team where it's not always easy to identify who the best players are, that's who Baruby thinks the best players are. I mean, he has just gone on. I mean, remember we were talking a month and a half ago about Kyra, like... Yeah, where is he? What's he doing? Yeah. Oh, that Boy, was the money the got to his of the head. Season? Sure, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Exploded. Now he's got 20 goals. Leads the team in goals. And the Blues are tied for the second wild card spot now mm-hmm. with the Oilers. Both have played 42 games, and both are 21, 18, and 3. And uh, both sitting at 45 points. The Flames do pick up that point last night by going to overtime, but the Blues now are just two back of the Flames. And then in the Central, the Wild lost last night in overtime to the Rangers, and so the Blues are, uh, Doug, would you say nipping nipping at their? Nipping at someone's heels, yeah. Three points back of the Wild. So, uh, you know, I asked Kerber about this because this, this is the weird dynamic of, I think, fans. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris, uh, not Chris, Tim oh, Conley. Oh, there he is. Boy, it already starts. It's already, it already starts. I answered it both. Iggy gets up and he goes into what he calls the cuck studio. Oh, I get it. You do a lot of cuck material when you're doing your stand-up? Is <laughs> that, is that something? Is that, is, is that anybody's bailiwick? I had a phase where it was it almost was. all I talked about, but I uh, I grew out of that. So not, not so much this weekend phase. in St. Charles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for about seven years, yeah, it's kind it, of been what we do. Made a get career of off that phase. Yeah, bring that down to Courtney and see how she likes <laughs> yeah, it. Not, not great. <laughs> hey, those guys on HD2 are doing cuck material. <laughs> I thought we'd bring it to... Ladies and gentlemen, the great Tim Convey is in the studio, and he is uh, three doors down on 106.5 The Arch every morning. You 6 a.m. to 10 a.m.? Uh, yeah, we are. we got to get a nice deal with the 7 a.m. thing, don't you think? I am uh, I'm envious. Of Randy Carricker and Carrie Davis and Matt Rocchio have the same deal. Oh, yeah, I oh, know. Yeah. And they walk in real tired, and I'm just like, man, yeah. I know. But I used to do, uh, back to the old place, I was, we start, we were on air at 5.30. Ah! What and that's that? not just 30 minutes. That is a brutal extra 30 so minutes. So what time would you get up? 5.30. Man, I, it, probably. At one point, I was getting up at 4. Yeah. That's the earliest I've ever gotten up, which, compared to a lot of guys in this building in the morning, Riz. it's not that bad. Right. Riz is here at 3. Oh. I know. I know. Here at 3. He I looks know. at me like I'm crazy because I get here at 7.05. Yeah. And I look at him like he's crazy because he gets here at 3. But he yes. said he could never do the show without having like three full hours to prepare the thing. Every it's inter- Everyone's got different approaches and it's interesting. What's I, Courtney's approach? Same thing. She's here early. Not Riz early, but I, she's got to get here at 4, I think. Wow. And I'm walking in. I mean, I'll 
lucky if I hit the first segment every morning. It's it's oh, you're it's, on the same plan here. You it could be is on this show. Brutal, but yeah, it's a, we have we have a good time over there. I texted Riz last night at eight thirty. Didn't hear back from him. He got back to me today at two thirty in the morning. Oh wow! Responded at two thirty in the morning. I said, God, the guy gets up early. You got to think he goes to bed at six o'clock. Well, yeah, he had a problem in bed by eight thirty. Yeah. God Almighty, that's brutal. Uh, it's the great Tim Convey of the Courtney Show. Uh, you have uh, what do you have coming up here? I want to talk about this and let our audience know about it. Uh, funny Bone, still fairly new. Funny Bone at Streets of St. Charles. Uh, I am headlining there Thursday through Sunday. So oh, nice. Six shows. Wow. Uh, yeah, we're so, the early show Saturday. We're sold out already. Uh, oh, nice. Sir. But yeah, it's good. If you guys haven't been out there, that's that new club out there, they did a nice job. That's a great it's, area out it's there, fun. isn't it? Man, there's everything. Yeah. I mean, great restaurants. Like it's it 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 really is it is cool. It's on that main street, that old main street there. That... No, so this is Streets of St. Charles. So it's right when you go over the bridge. Oh, it's yeah. on your it's Where on, Noah's it's... Ark used to be. Exactly. Noah's Ark. That's yeah. what Noah's Ark, I'm Doug. Old. That's our point. I'm old, that's <laughs> Noah's Ark. Yes, I got a lead with that. Chowder. Yep, they took down Noah's Ark and put this there. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Comedy club the whole bit. But yeah, it's a good it's a good time. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Streets of St. Charles is really the happening place. It is. And they're doing more with it. Aren't they going to do put some more stuff along the? They should. I mean, they got hotels and stuff out there, and it's yeah. it's it, there's there's a lot going on out there. Were you? I, I we were very hard on St. Charles folk, kind of growing up, and certain certainly at Mizzou. And now I'm like, man, I I regret some of that. <laughs> You'd like to? You're fearing you might get canceled for your comments at 20 years ago. Yeah. Regarding St. Charles, were, were you? I mean, you you must have. Well, been. I'm from South City, so I kind of feel like that'd be pot kettle situation. You know what I mean? Man, I feel like everybody leaned into St. Charles folks at in. in I when I was anchoring sports at KOMU. The one that I could easily get riled up was Kansas City people. Yeah. They were so hypersensitive yes. about St. Louis. I have no idea what that was about. Were you aware of that until you went to school there? Uh, no. I had no idea. Jackson, our producer, you might hear him in your uh, headphones. He's in a different room. Uh, that was my experience. Did, was that going on when you were there, Doug? When I was there, Kansas City was just a little western outpost. You know, the, the Pony Express started a little north of there. The place you heard about but never right. didn't know how to get right. to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were hypersensitive about it. And then I would imagine it got even worse when the Chiefs couldn't get to the Super Bowl and the Rams show up in St. Louis and win four years later. Yeah. The Cardinals are good. I don't think they really cared about hockey. Mm-mm. But, uh, yeah, there was they were really insecure. And so when I would anchor the sports, that's who I would that's who I would poke. And, man, they, some of those guys would come up to me at bars and be pissed about the crap I would say in my sports cast. <laughs> really? Yeah. I remember I remember going to school there and watching you on KMOU. Full head of hair. My, I looked like yes, Quinn Snyder. Yes. I, Doug, it was wonderful, <laughs> flowing well, you'd get You and Quinn would get mistaken <laughs> on, absolutely on the case. campus. I remember you, uh, you covering the Rams, and, and you you did, uh, you were like, and Tony Banks runs his favorite play, The Interception. And it was my oh, favorite. Doug, I was just a smart-ass. Oh, he was, so Tim was your big influence. What was it. that? Did I just hear stag music? Yeah, it no, it was background music, but it kind of sounded like a Cassie Moore banger, so my bad. <laughs> Sometimes we'll just start playing songs. I enjoy it. I don't know yeah. how you guys handle it. I know, I enjoy it. <laughs> what do you, this is a tough question, I'm sure you're going to probably say all three, Yeah. but if you had to like drop two and only do one, the radio gig, comedy, the band. Uh, oh, wow, uh, Iggy, look at you. I would, yeah, I, I need a, I need a better and a quick answer for this because I get asked. Oh, all do you the get time. this? Ask this? Yeah, and I think the I, I would, I would do comedy because I. You would drop comedy? No, no, no. I would you keep, do comedy. I would keep because he said drop two, ah, so okay, I would drop it. the other two and do comedy. Yeah, comedy's just the most exciting and the most. Uh, I, I love the collaboration of the other two, but I also like. 
I'm the only one. I decide yeah. everything that happens. So you're the quitting the radio job? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, no, that's what no, I heard. There. No, it's it's. Uh, we'll see how the rest of this segment goes. Okay. But right now, <laughs> all right. I'm uh, yeah, I'm sticking sticking with it. But yeah, and then the band stuff. I mean, I, the the fact that I still get to do the band stuff now is 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 the greatest. Like I feel I feel real lucky. But I also that was so much of my life consuming and the ups and downs and everything else. So yeah, comedy's the thing I'm I'm most excited. How often do you guys perform on here, man? The band now, so we had a really busy year, but I mean, that was my full-time gig right after Mizzou, right. full-time gig for uh, almost 10 years. We toured around, we signed a record deal, we did The Tonight Show, we did Jimmy, you know, we got to do a lot of really cool stuff. It all kind of crumbled and then didn't do it for six years. And then in 2018, we did a reunion and like people still cared. They yeah. showed it, you know, we sold out the pageant, we did another one, sold it out. So now it's become just kind of annually, we do uh, three shows at the pageant. And then this past year, we also went up to Chicago, did a few shows and we did uh, Ludo night at, with, with the Cardinals too which was oh, yeah. played before the game did the first pitch the whole thing so yeah we had a, we had a, a busy year so it's not yeah it's, it's it's far from full time but it's it's yeah I feel lucky I still get to do it a little bit nice, nepotism nice. is a big part of this business Tim got his job through his father yeah, did you get stole. yours to your dad Bert Convy <laughs> Bert Convy not my dad Bert Convy oh. is my first cousin three times removed is that right yes and, I and, figured there had to be a relation. I'm yeah, glad we're getting to the bottom of this, people, Doug. Thank you. People always shocked by it. But yeah, so he was my grandpa's first cousin. I never met him, but he, as a kid, I, it was the coolest thing in the world that oh, he yeah. was hosting, you know. Password. Because uh, he lived here too, right? He, he, he was from, from he was here. Born here. Yeah. yeah. He was born here, and then I think early was, you know, he was doing Broadway, and he did he did all kinds of stuff. He was a big star there for a while. He was yeah. huge. He was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, Charlie's Angel, or the every, every week he was on either Charlie's Angels or The Love Boat as like the That's guest when star. you've made it. Different yeah. characters on mm. both. Yeah, I know. So I was like, that's what I want to do. Shows aren't around. We have friends of his texting into the show. Burt Convies? Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> there is one of the texters yeah. whose name is Friends of Burt Convy. I don't know what it means. I think that's great. But then again, the one that I see at the top of the inbox right now is Minute Bowl eligible, and I don't know what that means oh. either. I just I just read these names. It's clever. I like uh, it. Tim and I were together. Are you aware of this? Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of this. Do you know which direction I'm going here? I, I saw you. Go ahead. Uh, what do you th- what do you think of? No, I don't know. You go. Artie. Oh no. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, that night. Yeah, yeah but yeah, do yeah, you yeah. know what he did that night? You and I. Yes, we've gave, talked about that. You gave me a recap. Okay, so this was I think it was St. Patrick's Day. Doug was a 2017. I don't know the years, Tim. Uh, I think it was 2017, and uh, Artie's producer, Artie Lang, producer, uh, texted me Dan Filato, good guy. You know Dan at all? I don't know um, for that Artie Lang show that was on Directv. To come backstage, meet him before. So he comes in there. Me and you were back there because you were. I opened. You opened, yeah. right. And Artie comes in. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. And later that night was the night where he. And he tells the story because it happened at, what is it, the Sheridan at Westport? That's the. That's the. Yeah. Where he mistakenly thought he was snorting something else. And that's when his nose collapsed. See, yes, yeah. it collapsed because he actually broke up his what he thought he was snorting, and the salt shaker busted, and so he snorted glass, and Oops. that is why his nose looks yeah. like it knows, uh, like Still it does. That way? That's a bad. Injury. I think it. I think it has improved. So Tim and I were Forrest Gump for. For that particular evening, hmm. not that we were over the mirror with him, but and it was no, we were not. 
And it was also it had just hit the press that he yes, had gotten, that he had gotten busted th- that day. But he ha- he happened to have already gotten on his plane. Yes, he was already in, in St. Louis. Everybody was like, "Oh, these shows are going to get canceled. These shows are going to cancel." I mean, it, it was it was wild to be to be in a little room with this guy who was all over the news yeah. just yes, a few hours yes, prior. Yes. It was crazy. And well, then the, and then, and the nose thing. I didn't was, know. I didn't know about that until later. But that but Dan, I was going home. You probably were still performing because he had he did two shows mm-hmm. and I was at the first show and you I'm sure had to open up the second mm-hmm. show, right? So I'm going home and then Dan texts me or calls me. I'm on 270 South heading home and he says, hey, can you come back? Already really wants to talk to you. And in my mind, knowing his past, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh crap, he is, he may hurt himself mm-hmm. because of what had happened. I mean, it was at two o'clock that day on TMZ that he had been arrested. Uh, and it was like, he's going to prison. This is yes, the, like, it, this it, is it. It was, it was bad. This and then is it. <laughs> it's like, he's at Westport. And then he's Plaza at Westport. And I think he might've borrowed your Cardinal cap. He borrowed somebody's Cardinal cap. Yes. He came in looking like a founding father. My buddy, Sean. Yep. Oh, is that right? Yep. Okay. Yep. And then he goes up there and he just, hey, can, I get a, can I get a hat just to cover this up? And then he goes up there and does his thing. Still outstanding. Yeah. You know, just cause it's just natural and got so much support because ev- everyone thought the shows were going to be canceled 100%. so people thought he was going to be in the poke they flip out yeah yeah and so we uh but i didn't know that that was the night also and now he tells the story that he snorted glass and it just crushed the cartilage in his nose and i don't know if it's been repaired or not i think he is now clean but i realize that's a battle that he fights and will continue to fight the rest of his life you know so you open often, I gather, right? I mean, you've... Oh. Yeah, because I, I try... I, I, Yeah, I get on stage as, as often as I can. And especially one like that. Yeah. I, I just sure. would you love to do have done a show with him. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll host. So yeah, I'm up there. I'm I'm up at, at both clubs quite a bit, just trying to get get time in, try new stuff. I don't get to travel as much as I used to. So yeah, I'm up there. I'm up there a bunch. And then, But this is the first headlining weekend uh, in, in town. So nice. Looking Outstanding. Forward to it. yeah. It's the streets of St. Charles, and it's uh, Thursday... Two shows, Friday, two shows, Saturday, early show sold out. Uh, yeah. And uh, Sunday as Sunday well. Sunday as well. Which is Monday, holiday ah, yes, for most holiday. people, so Sunday should be should be a good one. Ah, but very yeah. nice. How I'm can people uh, get tickets, sir? Uh, StLouisFunnyBone.com, TimConveyStuff.com, all those all those spots. So, there yeah. it is. Yeah. Tim Convey coming in. Tim, thanks so much yeah, for Yeah, thank in. you guys. It's very a, nice. an honor to have invited myself wow, two on Two Tims in one <laughs> room, for Doug. Good yeah. <laughs> thank you, Tim. Thanks, guys. Tim Convey. Doug, he's going to head down the hallway and head back to Courtney's show on 106.5. What a treat. Yeah, how about that? Ours is the kind of program. Mm-hmm. We're friends. Feel they can drop in at any time. Uh, friends of Bert Convy just said, not sure how I got the text inbox name, but it's like pockets. It just stuck. That's from <laughs> friends of Bert Convy. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure Bert Convy had a lot of friends in Hollywood, some big time friends. Uh, hey, Tim, tell this quote, other Tim, I approve. And he can also bang my wife. That's from the recovering oh. alcoholic from Belleville Gosh. and Webster Groves. So Gosh. there you go. It didn't take long. I'm, I'm, I'm glad Tim Convy didn't have to hear that. <laughs> Mm. Uh, Tim, I was at Mizzou in 2000 when the Rams played in the Super Bowl. Now we saw people root harder against a team than the Kansas City kids did against the Rams. Doug, I'm going to read that again because I want to make sure I get it right. This is from Larry Thornton. I'm a big Larry Thornton. Okay, yeah. I was at Mizzou in 2000 when the Rams played in the Super Bowl, period. Now we saw people root harder against a team than the Kansas City kids did against the Rams. Saying people now root against the Rams harder than than I, I Kansas City people did in 2000? Is that what he's saying? 
I don't think a lot of St. Louisans root hard against the Chiefs now, yeah, do so they? I think he's talking about St. Louisans rooting against Louisans. the Rams. I guess. I kind of, I'm at the, the Bengals and winning the Super Bowl. That was, I'm just like, okay, Steamer won, even though his building, for whatever reason, allows rain in. Eh, he won. That's it. He spent $6 billion on the stadium, and it still rains on the fans. That's right. Now, if we would have won $2 billion in the lawsuit and actually knew where the money was, we actually won that. You know, and we don't mm-hmm. have to look at, oh, look at these lawsuits you're going to have to pay. When in reality, that's like absolute pocket change. And look at all the concerts and venues. Like he's lined up, World Cup. I mean, he's- Larry Thornton said he met, never saw people root harder oh. against a team than the Kansas City kids did against the Rams, okay. which would be 100% on brand. I could not figure it out for the life of me. That combined with Clark Hunt's vote in 2016 to... Uh, support the Rams moving to Inglewood um, or why, hey, people can root for whoever they want. I don't get, like, upset about it, but I, I'm i just like, you obviously didn't go to the University of Missouri and you obviously don't know about what went on in that room in 2016, um, but I have zero love for the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't actively root against them per se. I just, when I, I've seen how the Kansas City Chiefs, and I see geographically Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, I get it. It's exciting. But, you know, that in my operation, for sure. Yeah. I, I can't get into rooting hard for a team that's not from here either. I've tried. But you've seen, I mean, Kansas City Chiefs, you see Chiefs jerseys. You see, oh, I know. You see Mahomes and Kelsey jerseys all over the place. They market big time in this area, and the TV stations show their games every week. And there is no way Clark Hunt, and by the way, shrewd business on his part. But, you know, let's tell the story. Yeah. But, you know. Hey, and like I said, the Blues marketing to Kansas City, shrewd marketing on their part. I root for players. I don't root for teams. Doug, he roots for players. Okay. So I love Patrick Mahomes. So I love when they play and they win. You get to see them. They're exciting to watch. Uh, big Gerald Burroughs fan, so I watched Cincinnati. I just, I just root for people I like, like to watch. I don't the, care where they're from. Yeah, the Rams rooting for Kansas City is weird. They're a fun team to watch. Don't get me wrong. Mahomes is awesome. But that is a weird dynamic that I don't think I'll ever understand. A, a lot of people think just because they're also in Missouri, we should be rooting for them. But people in L.A. don't root for the San Francisco teams. Yeah, I think in it's Miami, you don't God. root for boys. I sure hope Jacksonville wins because they're from Florida. The Sa- San Francisco, Doug's at San Franciscans? San Franciscans? I think so. They hate. They hate L.A. <laughs> yeah. And L.A., uh, you know, I, I didn't realize that because in St. Louis, why in the hell would we ever think about that dynamic? In San Diego, they hate L.A. So when I see the handful of Chargers fans that show up to SoFi Stadium, I always wonder, where did they come from? Because they're not Los Angeles, yeah. Los Angelinos, and San Diego. San Diegans. San Diegoans. San Diegoans. I hate L.A., even though, it, depending on traffic, it's only a couple-hour drive. So I wonder where they came from. I get the Ram support. Yeah. They were there up until 95. But I, uh, there, there must be some diehards who make that trip. It's an exciting team. Doug, I've given you a value play on the Chargers if you're interested. You have. I have. Yeah, you can invest in that. Yeah. God, I loved George the other night. I really regret that. Total, total non sequitur, but that's the show. I loved that game. Loved taking Georgia. And I am. that was one where I... And I said to my wife before it kicked off, I said, but it, I, she goes, then why don't you bet it if you like it so much? I go, because if I lost it, it would bother me more than I'd enjoy it if I bet if I bet this much and won. I saw where that was. Which is mo- a bitch move, by the way. Doug, you know what I say? What? Scared money don't make money. Uh, I saw where that was the most lopsided score 
in bowl game That's history. correct. Not just championship game, but any bowl that's ever been played has never that. had a 58-point That was the difference. last game of the year, too. Like, it's so weird. Because it wasn't that thrilling of a season. I, I, you know, it didn't have a ton of drama. Yeah. I, I, you know, maybe toward the tail end, the Michigan-Ohio State factor, I get that. But, yeah, and then that's the last game. And TCU deserved it again. They beat the number two team in the country. They probably shouldn't have. The ref probably gave them that game. I get that. <laughs> yeah. But they did win against Michigan to be there. But, man, that was a, just a slaughter. The two best teams were oh. probably Georgia and Alabama, again. Yeah, I'd love to watch that. Alabama didn't have the record to support that, but they, they were probably better than the other teams. But you don't have a problem with the way that No, the, the system's the fine. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think if there was one thing, and I talked a little bit about this on Balloon Party yesterday, if Michigan and Ohio State hadn't played, I believe that they would have had it go Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, TCU. That would have been the rankings. And I think they intentionally avoided having Michigan and Ohio State play in the in the semifinal. That's what I think. Yeah, probably. And Georgia would have, I, don't, I, I think they can play 100 times. I don't think Georgia does that to them again. I think Georgia beats and covers the 13.5 points 65-plus percent of the time. But you wouldn't have, I, I, you know, I mean, you saw what happened with Georgia and Ohio State. And Georgia didn't play a good game. It was the perfect storm. You had a team where the public was overvaluing TCU because they beat Michigan, ignoring the fact that they had two pick sixes and yeah. two very fortunate stops inside, the, and stops being a loose term inside the five-yard line. And those are outliers that certainly impact game flow, and they barely won even with those four things happening. Um, but hey, the public undervalued Ohio State against Georgia because they had had a bad second half against Michigan, and then overvalued Michigan because they yeah. had that great second half against Ohio State. And Not so that's all. where you have an edge gambling wise. Not and for if a long put, field goal right at the end, Ohio State wins that game, beats correct. Georgia. And if you put Alabama in over TCU, which you know you're putting a two loss team against a one, um, you, then you have the SEC versus the SEC and the Big Ten versus the Big Ten. In the two semifinal games, and we're I think you. Could, it, it, I mean, it comes down to if you remember, Alabama lost on the final play in Knoxville and in Baton Rouge. Yeah, had to kick a field goal in Knoxville, and Brian Kelly went for two in Baton Rouge. If one of those two doesn't go in, they're in, and I would imagine then they would have gone one three yeah. with take your pick of whatever. I guess it would have been. I don't know how they would have done it, but I, they would have avoided the SEC and Big Ten semifinals. Now, you could have had big, all Big Ten final or all SEC final, just like you did last year. But anyway, I digress. I like talking about things that are old news. That's kind of, well, yeah. after 20 years doing the show, I go, you know what? If we can start talking about things that are two days old, we can really get well, into it. Well, we sound smarter because we know how it worked out. Yeah, because we've seen people who are competent analyze it, and now we plagiarize their takes. Right. And then people go, ooh, these guys on HD2, they have momentum. Hey, Tim, mm-hmm. I went to one of the Ludo reunion shows and saw Jackson dancing alone with his shirt off. I grinded on him for one song, and he kissed my cheek afterwards. Oh. Best night ever. That's from Sean Mahoney's Deadeye. Boy, he's a snootful, that guy. J- Jackson, did that happen? Mm, no comment. Oh. 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 May have. Hey, there's David Klein of Hedonism performing uh, Dolores O'Riordan in the Cranberries. He wasn't topless. Was he? No. Was he drunk? I don't it doesn't so. sound like it. <laughs> Who I dance with and what I'm wearing is my business and my business alone. Mm. Uh, yeah, why are you guys talking about this bowl game? No bowl game after played after Christmas matters. Thanks, that's from the 618. <laughs> I'll be home for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we can break down the Golden Globes if you want. Doug, would you like to talk some Golden Globes? Well, I missed it. I was at the hockey game, but if, if you have a, a hot take, 
I didn't even watch it. No, happy to hear it. It was awful. It was just terrible. (laughs) That's it? Yeah. (laughs) Were they supposed to be good? I don't know why I keep putting myself in the Well, you wanted to see Lady Gaga win. She didn't win, and that's probably the source of your ire. Well, that, yeah, because you had Taylor Swift nominated. You had Rihanna nominated, Gaga nominated, and some guy named... M-M-M. Doug, the more popular. One for a movie called J-J-J. Nuh-uh. Yeah. R-R-R. Or R-R-R. His name was M-M-M. And I I don't know where he was from. I believe Pakistan, maybe. Because I think the movie was kind of, uh, uh, I don't know if it was in a ballyhood thing. Jeez. What? what? That's, well, that's, if you were paying close attention, you could hear I'm, Jackson's exasperation right well, there. Well, in India, I think their their main Bollywood, thing is Bollywood, not Bollywood, uh, Ballyhood. Doug, that's on the Bailey's app. Yeah, and the song was awful. Well, these are voted on by the Hollywood Foreign Press, right? I know. Correct. So the fact that they pick someone from a foreign country shouldn't be too surprising. But there's no way it was better than the other three. Now they disbanded the awards last year, right? Because they said it wasn't uh, diverse enough. Yeah. And all the people on the committee were paying themselves $3 million a year. Really? <laughs> yes. Where they hear that? And the guy who hosted it, I, I guess he's a popular comedian that I've never heard of. Doug Jared Carmichael. Never heard of him. Okay. Hosted Saturday Night Live. Did he host Saturday Night Live in December? Did he I don't know the months, Tim. He used to be on SNL, correct? Um, I, don't I don't know the cast members, Jackson. I thought he was a cast member. But he wasn't funny at all. I'm going to three bet that. Yeah, he wasn't. My apologies. It wasn't a confident three bet, but I felt I picked something up when you moved your chips, so I'm, so I just took it down real quick. I mean, I had ch- changed his outfit like nine times. I, who cares what you're wearing? Just... Doug, did you have a problem with his outfit change? I didn't see any of it. No, but he wasn't. I guess he's a comedian, but he wasn't funny. I mean, the first two times he just told people to shut up. You know, he walks out there and says, "Hey, shut up, shut up, shut up, keep it down, shut up, shut up." That was the shut act. Shut up. I'm like what? Huh. I, and then he sat on the steps and talked about whatever. <laughs> so you weren't fond of his performance. That was, that was the breakdown of the. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you. It was awful. It was awful. There I've were things heard. that one that I'd never heard of. Um, so in depth. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the movie was. Uh, supposedly, it's a great movie. Somewhere, sometime, anywhere, anytime. Everything all at once. <laughs> Everything wow. all at once. Doug, this is a wonderful <laughs> breakdown. Pepper and Jeannie may come That out. one, uh, the lady won for Best Actress, never heard of her. Uh, she talked about almost giving up because nobody gave her a chance, and she's 60. And uh, then they started playing the girl to play the piano was playing her off, and she told her to shut up. Shut up. I'm not leaving. Amen. Who are you? The poor girl, everybody kept telling her to shut up when she played the piano. That's what she's told to do. That's why these things last nine hours. Art direction. Oh, nine people up there all giving. Get off. You're really mad about this. Nobody cares about art direction. Nobody cares about these awards, do they? Jesus. You just get your award and don't even get on stage. Just throw it up in the rafters because that's where you are. Why do we care? Congrats. Why do we have to have four or five different award shows to tell these people how wonderful they are? Shouldn't the salary be enough? Shouldn't? No, we got the people's the choice. Points. I got Golden points on Globes. the back end. Give me the points on the back end. I don't need the base. I'll take points on the yeah. back end. That's all I want. Yeah. Uh, guys, this is just a blatant hijacking by the White Walker who had to get this out but knows nothing about what happened. That's from Big Papa Ron Bowles. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I watched it. I know exactly what happened. Did you? Watch I never heard of half of these things. I'm glad that uh, uh, 
Garner won for Ozark. James Garner? <laughs> no, Julie, he's been dead for a while. Julia Garner from oh. Ozark. She plays Ruth. Uh, Should have won, and she did win. Wait, are these music or acting? It's everything. Not not music. It's TV, TV shows and movies. Guys, wow. this is like if you got a chimpanzee or some other lower primate to recap an award show. Oh, it's a minute bowl eligible. Not kind. What am I talking about that you don't understand? I've read off winners, losers. I've read off who the comedian was that wasn't funny. Ew. The lady from Anytime, Anywhere. MMM. Whatever that movie JJJ. was. Yeah. yeah, the MMM thing's weird. Uh, yeah, and the name of the movie is JJJ. RRR. RRR, whatever. Oh, I, just put, I just put WTF. This show is so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it gets worse every year. I don't know why I watch the Golden Globes. It's just stupid. Guys, I saw this rant coming a mile away as soon as Iggy tweeted he doesn't know anything or anyone, so therefore it's bad. Not everyone's stupid, boot. That's mm. from Junior the Juice Man. Well, congratulations to you that watch these artsy-fartsy movies that nobody else watches, but somehow they win awards. Save it for the Pepper and Genie Redux. That's from The Birthday Hawk. Mm. Why did Pepper and Genie cancel itself and force us to now listen to Pepper and Genie on the show? Thanks. That's from Mr. Slade. Mm. Congratulations. <laughs> Wouldn't be a bad topic to bring back Pepper there and There you go. No, I just broke it down and Plowsy didn't watch it, so. <laughs> I didn't well, I didn't even know it was on. What'd you watch? What was that? Blues watching? hockey! No, I watch it. I never have seen Aviator before. Damn Doug good. Howard Hughes never Holy left the house. heck. First half's a lot better than the second half. Agreed, but still. Is that Leo? Great yeah. movie. Martin Scorsese. Just a really great movie. I did, it's long, a lot longer than I anticipated. Yeah. But yeah, so I watched that in like two parts. Huh. Half out in the living room and then half in bed. And it was good. You knocked it out. Knocked it out. I was surprised. It was not what I expected. Because I don't know anything about Howard Hughes. Oh, yeah. And just, uh, Fascinating guy. That is He's wild. been on the show, right? A couple times, yeah. Has he really? Yeah, he came yeah. in one He was at Hot Shots once. Yeah, no, he was section. not. Yeah. Well, he's been dead for years. <laughs> okay, I, I'm gonna, I couldn't yeah, see You saw the end of the movie with bananas. <laughs> when did he become a recluse where he just didn't go out? He just hid in his house. I, I don't know. About yeah. halfway through the film. Yeah. Grow, grow his yeah, fingernails to about nine inches long. Pissing jars. Yeah. Guys, we just heard 10 minutes of Iggy talking and not a word from Plowsy. Yep, that was pretty much a typical Pepper and Genie episode. That's from Mr. Licks. He was Man. the 2022 Rookie of the Year. Mm. Yeah. Called in yesterday. Too late into the show, though, Doug. No, it's a shame. <laughs> Why don't you call in today about 9.56? Oh. Guys, I look forward to Iggy's breakdown of the Teen Choice Awards. That's from Mrs. Janie Shanahan. Will you watch that? that? I've never seen that one. No, I'll watch the Grammys. They're coming up in February, I believe. I'll watch the Grammys. Don't know why, because that's no good anymore either. But... Well, then stop watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why do you watch them if you don't like it and you don't know anybody? Yeah, there might be some performers that I like, but it's normally not. It's usually people, again, you never heard of. And teeny bopper stuff. Guys, Plowsy's a fake Illini fan if he wasn't watching the Illini last night. Doug, nice win over Nebraska for yeah, uh, like ILL. 76 I'll be honest, I don't watch every tilt. Nebraska is horrible. Um, and I wanted to knock out Aviator. I'm going to have watched like 10 Illinois games this year. I think that's... 
That's just fine. Jackson, do you watch every Mizzou game? I every second. That. Okay, I figured. He's probably ready to pack a lunch. What time out of the Tigers and Aggies tip off tonight in College Station? 7.30. I'll be at the slew game, though. Not real. Well, Kimmy's back in town, so. Well, what kind of attitude is that? Yeah, you just said you watch every Mizzou game every second, and then you said, but I'll be at the slew game, and then you said you're not real happy about it. Well, I'll be watching the Tigers on my phone, but... Uh, then why are you going, baby? Me and my brother got my dad tickets for the holidays for this game because Kimmy was coming in town, and... Uh, billikins, Billikins, rah, rah, rah. And so I'm going coming? with my father, and uh, it's going to be great. I love going to the game with my pop, but uh, I will have the Mizzou game on my phone, and so I can watch both simultaneously. Huh. Tech, this is a big game for the Tigers. Stop watching this crap TV and get the damn Chris Nagel video up. That's from Dimitri mm. Sokolato. <laughs> I think that's who won for best song. Dimitri Sokolato. <laughs> yeah, that was best score. You are really upset about this Golden Choice Awards, Golden Globe Awards. I mean, just really hacked I wanted off. to enjoy it. just can't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would I would let it go. Next year, just don't even watch. I, I mean, he came out one time. He's holding three Golden Globes. And he goes, I found these in the back. Tom Cruise gave them back. Maybe we can trade these in for whoever the Scientology girl is just missing. And I'm like, what the hell, man? Tom Cruise gave his awards back, what, two years ago? Or last year? Yeah. Because it wasn't diverse enough. Yeah. So then he's holding them, and let's trade them in for Susan... Grand Jeanette or whatever this Hans Pock? Yeah, this Scientology girl who's missing. Oh yeah, the founder's, the founder's wife. wife who hasn't been seen since two thousand seven. L. Ron Hubbard's wife? <laughs> no. Wasn't he the founder? They're all woke and it's fun to watch. Guys, maybe the Pepper and Genie sponsorships KG and O Town has lined up can put their money towards the recurring segment Iggy does each day where he summarizes every post and comment on the fan pin despite pretending like he's never on it and there's too many posts for him to see. He's like Rain Man for the fan page. He knows and he sees everything. Mm. Thanks. Learn. She can't do no wrong. Oh. <laughs> I don't believe I even mentioned the fan page this morning. I mentioned it. I went on there, and the first thing I saw was Missy Mistamina Elliott. Yeah, I don't think I mentioned the fan page today. And if I see a post on there that I talk about, find this one post. When do I just break down everything on the oh, fan page? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's so many pictures, so many posts of just nothing. Yeah. Hey, what shoes you wearing today? Let's post some pictures of those tennis shoes. <laughs> the B-Fib check-in. <laughs> What's your dog doing today? Here's a picture of my dog. Hey, anybody know anything about cracks in the plumbing? Uh. <laughs> they they go, huh, at the end? Yeah. Here's, a, here's an owl concept. Google. Mm. Well, maybe it's just uh, lonely fellows looking for some oh, I'm companionship. Sure plenty of those, yeah. Mm. Uh, Mr. Lick said, I am calling in today and I will have a Brian Henson take. <laughs> wow. That's what we need. Fancy cuts. Well, he's got no Pepper and Genie to talk about anymore, so he's got to find something. So he's something. pivoting to Henshin. Hmm. He's got to find something. I like the random Abe one drop in there. <laughs> yeah. We get it, guy. You work out. Yeah, Abe one, man. I, he was funny as hell. Are you a gentleman that enjoys a dry rub? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You're going, yeah. I always had a great mm. haircut, Abe one. Yeah. Oh, he had a great everything. He was dressed to the nine. Worked at Channel 4 for a while. Yeah, that's a good guy. He's a funny guy. I haven't heard him on the radio in a while anywhere. I'm not sure he lives here anymore. successful now. Really? He moved out? I thought I heard that he moved away. Huh. 
Well, could be wrong. I didn't know that. Not really paying attention to where Evelyn is, but I thought I saw where he moved away. Well, it was on the fan page, you'd know. <laughs> I am not on there much. Mm. I seriously don't see a hundred post thread about Martin. I see the one. I thought there was another one. Am I wrong on that? That specifically mentioned how much they love having Martin on. and. Well, sure, understandably so. Martin's sick talented. So that would that would stand to reason. And for the people who didn't get to listen to the morning grind, then they wouldn't uh, be all that familiar with him. I'm shocked, I mean? I'm shocked there wasn't one that said, bring Martin back. Oh, no. <laughs> well, now that we'll Doug be spotted it. Here we go. Here we go. It, it, he's not quite crestfallen. What, what's the <laughs> stage before crestfallen? <laughs> forlorn, maybe? Yeah, the forlorn. <laughs> On the evolutionary chart of depression. <laughs> you know when he's crestfallen is when his head just drops and he puts his hands in his face. No, that's Shakes just, his head a little bit. That's just deep sigh. Fed up. That's the gut punch. That's the fed up look. Oh, God. <laughs> there it is. That's crestfallen. That needs to be a shirt. <laughs> Isn't forlorn like sad over a breakup or something? No, that just seems yeah, about girl, right. Girlfriend dumped you. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had that problem. Never had a girl dump you? Only a couple. I haven't had a lot of relationships. Laura Patterson dump you? Eh, kind of, but there was an excuse there. So, um, What was the excuse? Yeah, I'm not getting into it. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm, I just, I'm a digger, okay? I, I'm a reporter. I didn't, I didn't have a lot of relationships. You don't get to 500 by spending your time with one person for very long. Did you tell her Seriously, that? having a panic attack. <laughs> Lana. Is that Laura? That wasn't Laura. No, that's Lana. Lana. That's Lana who trashed the industry and said it should be banned, and then she was p promoting a porn star on her page the other day. Oh, yeah? Who's she promoting? Never heard of her. Okay. Nice. Up-and-comers. That's her favorite. Those are the people that need promoting. No, she's hypocritical. <coughs> trash the industry, and then you start promoting girls that are in it. Well, maybe she realized she didn't have any other job skills. So she got back in it. I don't know if she's back in it or not. Martin's, thanks, Rennie. Mike Bush impression had me dying. I had to rewind it a couple of times. Hilarious. That's thanks. from Larry Thornton. Rennie. The fact that Ken gets threatened by every guest or part-time producer who walks through the door is all you need to know about that lunch pail work ethic. Keep mm. grinding, turkey bacon. That's from oh. little Tommy Trivens, Doug. And he held up the award at Harpo's on December 6th. Turkey bacon? Who am I worried about? KG and O-Town, I think. Yeah, I'm just I'm shaking over that one. Oh. Hello, Vivian? <laughs> sea monster. He's making a return. <laughs> mm. I'd love to get Sea Monster and Pete and Weezer just back like oh, just for the a day. Donnie Most. I don't know where we'd find him. That dude probably on a beach in Belize. Yeah. Just Donnie Donnie Most. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah, Donnie Most is one person who's been on the show who I really don't know where the hell probably he is. Probably a tech billionaire. He's either a billionaire or he's homeless. I, it, there has to be just one or the other, I mm. feel like. That guy was awesome. I thought it'd be fun because, you know, Casey does stories from the windows where they bring back past jocks and people. We could do a TMA roundtable, just have a stage with a bunch of chairs and just have a bunch of people who used to be on TMA and just kind of tell stories. There are stories, man. Every yeah, one of them. Believe it. Yeah, one of the questions. Yesterday's uh, QFTA, it was, uh, Jackson, how would you, give me an adjective. One adjective. Mm. Cathartic. Oh, oh, wow. 
It was nice. Oh. Uh, because I answered, finally, Todd, and he gave his full name, so I'll give his full name, Todd Bono. Doug, do you know Todd Bono? I know Sonny Bono. Passed away, ran into a tree. Right. Skiing. I don't know if there was a relation uh, uh, there between Todd, but Todd went to St. Gabriel's. He's a few years younger than me. I think 90% of people in St. Louis went to St. Gabriel's, according to what the I recent so. census. Yeah. And he had that death email that he kept sending in for QFTA, and I just would always avoid it. But because of Jeff Burton's passing, Jennings' passing, and a friend of mine's passing last week, it was a raw nerve, so I went into that. Then Timmy Recaps, who is a Hall of Famer on QFTA. I mean, he asks the, the best questions. He, uh, can't remember. Oh, he asked if, if I enjoyed having Martin in, telling some of the war stories, um, <laughs> Or if it was kind of a violation of the omerta of how we keep things in the room. And then the JV golf coach asked um, if we regret creating the fan page. So it was like three. Doug, we were just playing the hits. Oh, we were yeah. playing the hits. Yeah. Although the death topic, I realize most people probably, I don't know if most people do. I'm comfortable talking about it. And it's a raw nerve for me with everything that has happened here over the last few months with the passing. But Martin's situation on talking about it's a hell of a lot different than mine. If I were to talk about it when we were at KFNS, somebody would have gotten fired or multiple people had gotten fired. So that's why mm. we quote unquote kept it in the room. That yeah. was the reasoning. You and me, Doug, we were always safe. But Iggy was a hostage, the Plowhawk was a hostage, the Cat was a hostage, Gangster Pete was a hostage, and the Sea Monster were a hostage. So if I ever said anything, I knew what was going to happen. And so that was the reasoning for keeping it in the room. Martin's situation was. A different one he you know so he was in a, a free spot if Martin were in the spot that I was in and I were in the spot that he was in I would have the approach that Martin has and uh, plus Martin uh, it, no one has a more cutting sense of humor we were texting last night and uh, God, what were we texting about oh he texted me that Ben Boyd told him the Becky Thatcher is still floating down the road it, <laughs> it is still up and I Man, said I he Iggy were you at the the big league broadcasting KFNS Christmas party at Napoli. Doug, was that 2004? I don't know the years, Tim. I was not because I felt I, I even got pissed off because I had a bowl. It was on Thursday and I had a bowl. And everybody <laughs> got all kinds of swag and pullovers and jackets and giving away all this stuff. And What'd I got get? nothing because I wasn't there. Oh. And actually, I actually said something to Crocker. I said, you know, just because I had a bowl and I couldn't be there, that doesn't mean I, I don't get the jackets and Hello, the sweaters Vivian. and everybody else got. <laughs> I don't work here anymore if I don't go to the Christmas party. What do you say? He said, well, only the people who came got them. I said, well, that's BS. Mm. So, yeah, I, I remember that vividly not being there. Okay. So Martin, apropos of nothing, grabs the microphone. Now, this is the staff party. And at the time, Mike Martz was really not popular in St. Louis. For whatever reason, I'm not sure exactly what it was. It was 17, 18 years ago, whenever this happened. And uh, our programming director, uh, his name, program director, was Rob Weingarten. Do you remember him? Yeah, he's living down in Tampa now. There you go, Doug. Okay. Brendan, maybe Greg and Rob can get together. One of the few people there I liked. There you go. Uh -huh. Well, that would go contrary to Martin's material because he grabbed the microphone and just began roasting everybody in in management and ownership and right there while they right there. stood right there probably 25 to 40 people i would imagine for this thing i guess they had rented it out for the night and he grabs the microphone and he is the roast master general of st louis and he 
uh, Rob's wife had flown in. I think he, I don't know if he was from Tampa at the time. I know he was originally from New York. And, and uh, Rob, it's great to see you. And I know your wife just flew in, just so you know how his uh, tenure here in St. Louis is going. Uh, Mike Martz is grateful he's in St. Louis because that makes him the second least popular person in mm. St. Louis. And he just eviscerated him right there in front of the staff and his family. And that's Martin's mm. ability. I said he's a combination of Joe Strauss and Rich Gould. That's that's my, for those of you who were, you know, you got to be of a certain age to have listened to The Morning Grind. It was 2004, 2005. But yes, he is. Uh, How did they handle that? The management. Uh, they just laugh at all. I, I think I could picture one of them laughing, the one who would buy the lap dances for us to oh. watch us get lap dances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still, Doug, we don't kink shame on the show. I know that's been important to you to not kink shame. I'm guessing that hasn't happened to you with any other boss you've had. Yes. The dude cucked himself. Is that, a, that, is that a cock? If he's sitting back there just watching and he pays to have you get a lap dance and he sits over there and watches and he's cucking himself. What a, what a unique huh. kink. It happens so often and obviously what happened when we're intoxicated at two or three in the morning and he'd be like, you want a lap dance? And I'd be like, sure, why not? <laughs> and then the next thing I know, he's in there and I'm going, whoa. <laughs> but it wouldn't be a cuck if he had no relationship with the girl. Well, it's a sort of cuck. They call that a sort of cuck. I don't think it's, it's a, a sort of sit cuck. There and, kind of sit there and watch. So maybe that's his kink. We don't kink shame, but right. it's got to be some kind of cuck. I think we could kink shame a little bit. I mean, if you're paying for somebody else to get a lap dance and you watch, <laughs> sounds like Biff. Well, Biff doesn't do that, does he? That's hey, Biff's kink? I think he I does. thought he liked food being splashed on him. Oh. I think he does a lot of watching with girls he has come That would have been an early cuck situation. <laughs> Good, yeah. <laughs> Because he, uh, he he sends a lot of pictures of the girls, so he. That was a that. Jim Dandy, wasn't it? Seems to just take a lot of pictures and watch. Well, I fully support the yeah, sapphic cock. Yeah. Well, how do you know he's just watching? Because he doesn't send you a picture of that. No, he's he's busy taking pictures. <clears throat> nice. Well, you could do both, I guess. You could take pictures and then move on from there. Else. Why can't this show not broadcast from strip bars? Well, we haven't heard from Biff. I guess he didn't go to the Avians. Doug Stephen Wilde wants to talk about it okay. all, it's and he is the 2022 me. caller of the year. He's okay. trying to go back to back. Uh, he's Very on good. the Steve Schmidt Key in North County phone lines. Good morning, right. uh, Stephen Wilde. Hello, Steve. Oh, why are you screaming at us already? Happy New Year, Dougie. Well, nope. Too late to say that. Iggy's shaking Iggy his head in disgust. not happy with that greeting. Um, yeah. I didn't. I wasn't listening last week. Today's the 11th, isn't it? It is. That was it. I was in Florida last week. I'm oh, sorry. nice. Where were we in Florida? Siesta Keys. Doug, Siesta Keys. Mm, where exactly is that? Your Keys, the Keys. Uh, Sarasota, right near about 15 minutes from Sarasota. Oh, okay. All right. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, I like right. it. Uh, it was a good time. And actually... I can concur with Adam. I went to this place down there, and we had a bill of $465 for dinner. Uh. I had, my wife had, we both, well, we needed a jump start. So we had an espresso martini, then two dirties, then a bottle of wine, and we had this deal. It was uh, bone-in ribeye and two lobster tails with some mashed potatoes and some uh, cream spinach. It mm. was amazing, Doug. 
Well, you make a lot of money appraising houses, so you can eat like that, I guess. I don't make, I don't make any more money than the next guy, you know. I don't know. But, You're living pretty high I on the hog. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bore Iggy with that story. He was clearing his throat during the whole thing. Um, no, that was, that was me. It wasn't me. Again, blame me for something. It wasn't me. <laughs> no. That wasn't you, Iggy. I apologize. No, it was me. Sorry. Oh, Dougie. What's yes. the matter? You got the COVID again? No, no, I don't. All right. Good deal. I, I wanted to say I was uh, listening on Monday, so I went back and listened to all of Plowsy's hot takes about the Cardinals. Did you? And I left a mic drop early this morning, just like relaying all his hot takes, and we'll see how it's received, Plowsy. Huh. Well, Bob excited. White would be a god on 101. Yeah. Would of be a god on 101. I called him Bowtie. And then uh, I, hold, uh, I held old Flackerman accountable, too. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Ackerman gets shredded. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he listens. Come on. Absolutely. Well, I don't know. Yeah. So, Doug, how's your year gone so far? Well, <laughs> not much. Just a few days. It's, it's gone okay, I guess. What a game last night. You stay for the whole thing? Sure. Absolutely. Were you hearing loudly? Yeah, sure. Did power play dance. Play dance. Yeah, Got one early on to get going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that was a great fun. game. That was fun. I, I fell asleep at 3-1, to one and I would... Woke up in the middle of the night, checked my phone. I'm like, holy cow, they won that thing. Yeah, they did. I Just so for the record, uh, Iggy has left the Michelob Ultra studio, Steve. I don't know what you Good said deal. to upset him. But it was smoke break time. Come on. Mm. Plazzi, how's the quitting smoking going? Oh, it's good, man. Just got my uh, Tootsie Pop here and still grinding. I think I'm on day four. <laughs> You're addicted to Tootsie Pops now, huh? Well, I'll get off of them, but it's better than the alternative. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I have the actual motivation and want to, so I think that makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, new me in 2023, too. I finally hit the 220-pound mark. Oh, so. <laughs> oh man. Tub of lard. It's you know, I, like there's two pairs of pants I can wear right now. Yeah, so, and you're only like 5'3", five, 5'4". A little taller than that, five seven. Oh gosh. Okay. But, uh, by the way, Martin did an awesome job yesterday. He is. Uh-oh. If you guys, have he's, he's not in here for you to for you to say that. Just so you know. <laughs> I just. He, I'm sure he's listening. He probably gets up early and listens. I'm sure. But uh, the Becky Thatcher is still rolling. We we took my 90 year old mother in law on there this summer for a nice little two hour cruise one afternoon. It was very nice. Was it? Yeah. Where do you it go? Where do you, you go? You go about a couple miles each way, north and south. It's kind of interesting. You see some uh, couple of homeless encampments and in, uh, in uh, empty warehouses, and then also uh, it's just interesting to see all the commerce that comes up and down the Mississippi with all the barges. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad deal, actually. You know, other than you know trying to get a nine-year-old down to the cobblestone is a little. You know, we we managed, you know. So what's it cost for a little cruise like that? I think it was like 20 bucks a ticket, and then you can buy food and drink on there. Well, that's not bad. During the the summer, they have bands down there on the dock, you know, and and booze and everything. So it's not bad. There's more to downtown than it seems. Although, you know, I'm glad deer season's over because I don't hear as much gunfire. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. A lot of sirens last night, but no gunfire. I was surprised. Yeah, walking from my car where I parked and walked uh, about three blocks to the Blues game, I saw three emergency vehicles with their <laughs> sirens on go past me. <laughs> it's always nice, yeah. you know. Yeah. At least we know they're present. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and then uh, down on Olive over there, I think that's where the uh, 
the stolen car drop is. Yeah. There's like six or eight cars there all the time that are a little beat up with the license plates taken off. So yeah. they went and committed crimes with them, and then they usually have bullet holes in them, too. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful downtown. Dougie. Right. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's bad. I like walking around with my grandkids there. It's very nice. If, if it were a patient in a hospital, I think the condition you would give it would be guarded. It's not, uh, it's not yet critical, but it's not stable yeah. either. Oh, yeah. Maybe so serious condition, I think, would, would the patient we got a half a billion dollars that's being pumped into uh, I don't think anyone knows where any of the money is, do they? <laughs> I could live off the interest. Come on. Yeah, you'd think that this, they would yeah. figure that out. But no, yeah. I wouldn't count on much of that. But... Well, good deal, guys. I just wanted to check in and say hey, and uh, I won't say Happy New Year. But no. And you would like us to play your mic drop. Yeah, play the mic drop. Okay, well, we'll listen for it. A little manicured fingers on those keys and listen to it uh, there, Jackie boy. Okay. Oh, Jackie boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. Pablo, do we just do a duet? From Glen to Glen. Oh, yeah. my God. How wonderful is that? It That's was. Nice. I didn't know you had nice. some uh, mech in you. Look at you. Just enough to finish the song. Okay. Nice. Look at you. Is Steve still Very alive? odd for having a large penis. Wasn't the uh, hair, hair transplant guy the on Goodfellas singing that? <laughs> Doug, the hair transplant guy. Yes, he was. He was singing it to uh, Ray Liotta. Jackie boy, the pipes. Mm-hmm. Right before he got whacked. Mm-hmm. That was piano wire, right? Or he, he'd get a knife in the back of the neck. Knife in the back of the neck. Yeah. Thought he was going out to get his wife some cinnamon rolls. Is Steve there? Steve, are you there? I think he said goodbye. Okay. Didn't he say goodbye? No. No, he didn't. No. No. We just started singing in the middle of his call. He said, I just wanted to call in and say hi to you guys. I like listening to you guys because it's in real time. Wasn't it always in real time? Well, not when you're on, like, uh, listening streaming or whatever. Oh. It's like, it's like a little behind because Bobby's got to have his hand on the trigger. That's right. right. That's oh. right. Okay. Well, wasn't there somebody that used to call in and say, hey, was it Biff? They said, hey, you can just keep me on the line. I want to listen. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot who that one that wanted to just no, stay on the line. It's actually that bad. That was probably before all these streaming services. Yeah. Were so good. But Biff is somebody I would like to go to a strip club with he's because amazing. he's already laid all the groundwork. Yeah, you're right. So, mm-hmm. You know, you know, you're gonna get something good from the gals because he's already paid, you know, their uh, monthly payment on their Chevy Geo or whatever they're driving. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Made up for the child support they're not getting. But, Tim, I don't believe your story. There's no way you were having to pay for lap dances. Maybe those other schmoes. Oh, well, I, I, right? no, it's a great option. Probably in my life, I haven't paid for many lap dances, but I've paid for significant others to engage in sapphic lap dances. And sometimes, let me tell you something. How do you, you do? Oh, got ridiculous return on investment. Mm. In this case... <laughs> This 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 gentleman was paying for his employees to get lap dances so he could watch them get lap dances. I wonder what that kink is called. What is that kink called? I is don't it know. just cucking? That's not cucking. I don't think it's it? cucking because he doesn't have a relationship with the girl. Yeah. Voyeur. Yeah, that might be nice. What but uh, thing, you know, when you guys talk about these management things, it's it's weird. You know, you have a voice because you can put it out on the radio, but it's not unlike 
what goes on in the real world. Right. I mean, hundred percent. That's what I said on the podcast yesterday. I said everybody deals with crap. Ours just <laughs> is out there, and this business does attract. Certainly, you have to have an ego in order to think people want to hear what you have to say. That's just whether it be conscious or subconscious. But then, for whatever reason, and not when you when you own a you know billion dollar operation like Hubbard, but these fly by night AMs, most of the people aren't radio operators who have bought these things over the years by nature or as a broadcaster. I think Greg Marisek, who owned KFNS from '98 to 2004, and he had a sports broadcasting background, right, Doug? Yeah, and a sports writer for a while with the West County Journal for a long time. And he had SNI and then he went bro- broadcasting. Yeah, but mm-hmm. but but that was. That was it. Oh, Dave Green. Dave Green had it for a couple of years with Grand Slam Sports. But other than that, you've had people just like, oh, I've made money, and now I will get into something that I know nothing about, but I listen to the radio, and therefore I know about it. And that's not the way that it works, because the engine of a radio station is not what you hear on air. The engine, and the most important part of it, is the sales staff. Now, if you don't have good on-air product, you're not going to have many sales. But if you don't have a sales staff, you're not going to have a radio station. I don't care how good the talent is because you're going to be losing money. Now, if you just own it and don't care as a vanity project and you don't care if you lose money or you just have so much money it doesn't matter, then the station can continue to exist. But if you care about profit and you have a board, you will have real problems if you don't have a great sales staff. And that, But, but, you know, Dan Caesar, the Post-Dispatch, isn't going to write about a sales staff because nobody's going to care about that. But as somebody on the inside... That's anybody who knows the game knows that that's how it's played. But it's like talking about a bullpen. People would rather talk about somebody who's going to hit fourth in your lineup. But the bullpen's what can oftentimes lead to a championship. So, and then anyway, if you have no sales it. staff and no on-air talent to sell, you're pretty, pretty screwed. <laughs> you're over two. Still there, Steve? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm driving to Bismarck, Missouri. Bismarck, Missouri, Doug, the capital of North Dakota. Where is that? St. Francis County, brother. I'm going to have to ask again. Where was that exactly? Uh, I'd say get to Festus. You're about 45 minutes away. Okay, south? Well, south. You're south. Driving yeah, south. Jesse, Farmington, all that. Not too far. Where are you going? Where are you going? St. Francis County. But what's, what's the final destination? Uh, Bismarck. Bismarck. And then, you know what? The light will shine brightly in DeSoto today because you know who I'm meeting at my next appointment after this one? Jay Nixon. Kevin Miller. Kevin oh, Miller, Doug, yeah. and he won Fan Page Member of the Year he 2022. Did. Yes, he did. Two award winners getting together in DeSoto. Yeah. So he's selling somebody the- a house down there? He was it what? Is he selling someone a house down there? Yes. Well, he's listed it. All so. right. I mean, hopefully he's a listener, whoever's buying it. That'd be nice. Well, how far is DeSoto from St. Louis? One hour. Oh. Don't you get a house house appraised before you put it on the market? No. No? Sometimes they do if it's a difficult uh, property, but basically they go to a guy like your, your, uh, your, your sponsor there, and they do a loan on a house, and then he has to order the appraisal from someone. So... That there's where I come in. Right. Can't you just get the, a list of the comps that have sold in the area and, and mail it in, come up here's with a figure? It trivializes, trivializes my whole existence. Yeah, yeah. Well, it can be done, right? I'm sure people yeah. have done that. Well, Doug, yeah, but you got to have experience. Like, if I if I dropped your ass down in DeSoto, you'd be like, where the hell am I? 
you don't even know where it is. Really. I'd, I'd get a couple of comps and say, all right, your house is in the middle of that. You got to know. You got to know, Doug. Okay. You got to know the, the agent speak. You got to interpret things. But, you know, it's a, it's a it's kind of a slow market right now. We'll see what happens. Oh, I yeah. Think, uh, I think we still don't have enough listings. What do you think is going to happen, Steve? It's going to be a slow year in 2023 uh, real estate? Uh, I think it'll be slower than before for, for me, just because you won't have all the people refinancing and everything because the rates are higher. But I think eventually those will, the rates will drop and that'll get busier. But I, I think it'll still be a strong market. Here's the thing, though. like It's got to be a nice house. That's where you have to start. Like The money that people were getting for houses was crazy. However, they were nice houses. Now these Houses that aren't as nice, they think they're going to get the same money, and they won't. You get into a point where if you overprice it at the beginning, then you're going to have to drop it beyond where you would have started if you listed it normally. You know what I'm saying, Doug? Yeah. 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 And it's a market that they prey upon anything that's been listed for more than a month. Uh, If you want to talk with Iggy, just so you know, he got up and left. I'm, I'm getting him a couple smoke breaks. You ought to thank him. Mm-hmm. You've done him a solid. Yeah. What's your favorite Tootsie Pop color, boy? Oh. that off. <laughs> Looks like that one's green, Plowhawk. Yeah, I like the sour apple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I kind of like that play. I do. It's really good. But um, I better watch the road down here, fellas. Uh, it's good talking to you. Okay. And, uh, Sorry to bother you. <laughs> All right, see ya. Yeah, <laughs> drove off Lather. the road. He awkwardly hung up. 2022 yeah. caller of the year. Mm. You are welcome to call in as well. Six three six nine zero zero four TMA. If you want to talk with Ken Strode, he is not available at the moment. He had to. Uh, Doug, you gave him assignment during that call. During that right. call, he left twice. <laughs> For what? The calls are coming it, in from corporate Minneapolis. He said he only drank two cups of coffee. He's had one and filled it up twice. Yeah. Well, maybe he could just bring a pot of coffee in here and just keep pouring it for himself. I just drink out of it. Right. <laughs> drink out of one giant coffee pot. <laughs> I don't see why not. Keep a hot plate so it stays warm. Mm. Guys, when I'm 50-something and call into a or if I'm 50-something and call into a radio station and talk for 20 minutes and brag about <laughs> my price of my dinners, please take me to the out <laughs> Uh, and do like they did to old Yeller. Get this fat off the air. Oh. That's in the big butch of Arnold. First of his name. <laughs> he called him a fat. First of his name, too. Damn. 57220, you said? Is that what it is? Big That's what boy. he said. Outside linebacker. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds like more like a, a 335D D tackle. Take another trip off the Becky Thatcher and di- take a dive off the back into the paddle with <laughs> wheel you douchebag. That's from Rob McClanahan, but my good friends call me Rue. That doesn't sound bad to me if it's really only $20 to go up and down the river. Why don't we do that? We'll, we'll get yeah, together. We Significant others not allowed. <laughs> oh, just breathing in that fresh Mississippi mm. air. Just... I mean, there are worse ways, mm. less interesting ways to spend 20 bucks though. You see all that foam building up right on the edge, right near the... Uh, the refrigerators. Yeah. Hey guys, if Pepper and Jeannie's canceled, can Steve and Caller Ellen start a podcast as the stepmom and stepdad of TMA? It's mm. from Big Tuft. Well, yeah. See how hard work. it is, guys. Come on in. <laughs> Obviously, there's a fee you have to pay Pepper and Jeannie to use our studios. <laughs> broker out the <laughs> broker out the podcast. Five hundred a month. It's an interesting business model. <laughs>
studio I don't own. <laughs> Staken. <laughs> uh, Doug, could you tell the people about Bertarelli Cutlery? Well, I can say this: chop, chop, cheeky. That's nice. what you say when you walk into Bertarelli. You look around. Is Marco there? Is is one of the other Bertarellis there? Hello, chop, chop, cheeky. That's what they do. They they help you chop things up because chop. they're the best, simply the chop, best chop, knife chop. sharpeners in the world. Not just here in the world, the best knife sharpeners. I've taken stuff there. I took my lawnmower there this past summer. Rolled my whole lawnmower. I didn't bother to take the blade off. I took the entire lawnmower because they'll sharpen up not just your knives but your tools. Nice. Anything you you have, they will sharpen it up. If it's got a blade, Bertarelli will sharpen it up. They'll also sell you some fabulous kitchen tools and gadgets. They've got a great showroom in the front and some world class knives. They got those Wustoff knives, and it's where chefs go to shop for their kitchen tools. All kinds of unique gadgets, professional quality tools and utensils. And you know what? If you'd like to work for Bertarelli, you can do that. Right now, they're looking to hire a knife sharpening technician. It'd be nice if you had some experience, but they will train you if you don't. So that'd be a great place to work. It's down there on the hill. Great family-owned business. Been around since 1974. They're at 1927 Marconi Avenue on the hill. You can give them a call at 314-664-4005 or visit them online at BertarelliCo.com. That's the same email address you would use if you're looking to uh, uh, look into that job as a knife sharpening technician. The email contact is contact at BertarelliCo.com. I didn't say that very well. Here's the email you use if you'd like to apply for the job. Contact at BertarelliCo.com. Thank you, Marco Bertarelli, our longest-running sponsor on the morning after. 2007. How do you do? If you have visibility to your company or place of businesses, commercial fire alarm panel and system, email fire at edf-rg.com and they'll have a technician come out and provide a free evaluation of your system and offer the most competitive contract pricing in the market. You can also check them out anytime at edf-rg.com, the official commercial fire alarm services and solutions provider of TMA. EDF is Missouri and Illinois preferred full-service vendor for licensed and certified professional servicing, monitoring, and testing for fire alarm services and systems, fire suppression systems, fire alarm system monitoring services, tenant improvements and construction, security access and monitoring services. EDF, EDF's fire division now testing, inspecting, and maintaining the fire system on all commercial kitchen and restaurant hoods. It's EDF, Engineer Design Facilities. Design Air is the sponsor of our email of the day, and that comes your way at 9.45, Maggie O'Brien's 9 o'clock hour. Uh, catch the game in a pine at one of the two locations in Sunset Hills and downtown. Maggie O'Brien, sponsor of the 9 o'clock hour, Design Air, sponsor of the email of the day. Doug, I had it set at 67 last night as I snuggled, as I snuggled up. Ooh, uh, look. Yeah. I didn't get the greatest sleep. You want to know how much REM sleep I got? Yeah, I was wondering about that earlier. I went to bed. I went to bed a little later. I don't know what that was about. I'm afraid to get the whoop out. Oh, like, I'm afraid that to show just how little sleep I get. Somehow I burned. I, I guess I hit balls in the simulator yesterday, but to burn 2,600 calories just doing that, that's kind of surprising. Doug, I will, I'll, give you, I'll give you the REM sleep because I know you were like, hey, how much REM sleep? Yeah, Ooh, nah, nah, yeah. Nah, I think we're all interested. Uh, hour and seven minutes on the REM sleep, hour and 50 on deep sleep. How many are you supposed to get? Uh, let's see, I'll read what it says. 16% of your time in bed was spent in REM sleep. This is an optimal amount of time for healthy adults. And I how does feel... it know exactly? Uh, how does this device know? heartbeat, I would assume. Yeah. Here it is, if you want to look at it. Look at my wrist. Okay. Think of the things I can do with this left hand to you. <laughs> yeah. Dude, when I'm in REM sleep, nothing can get me out. Is that right? Oh, I'm such a deep sleeper. What are you dreaming about, boy? 
nothing, and that's what I, I listen to no music in the car, and I dream about nothing. Really? I had my a, favorite thing. Those are my two of my favorite things ever. I had a horrible dream two nights ago that went on forever. It, it was like it must have been a two-hour dream. It felt like that my dog had chewed his foot off, oh, and no. I was worried about the foot, and I was walking around with the foot wondering, what do we do? It's going to be a big vet bill you're and the poor the, dog. the foot? Yeah. Stupid, stupid dream. And it was long, way too long. It could have been just a, a short a short little dream, but it just went forever. They say you dream Madison. every night, but you just don't remember it most yeah, of the time. Yeah, I know. Madison woke me up the other day. She woke me up. She goes, I just had a dream. You got your passport. <laughs> did you get your passport? I didn't. Uh, Doug, I'm we're starting kidding. to get. I'm not I mean, we're, we're now we're now we're at a point here, Peter, yeah. where we're 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 approaching game time. You know, I did. Uh, I searched it this morning. It's still processing, but it also underneath of that gives you an option. It says if your trip or vacation is within two weeks of you know said time frame, call right. this number, oh. and you also have a passport identification number as well. Um, that you know you need to relay to the representative when you call. So I'm doing that today. All right. To try to just, you know, put it in their ear that it would be nice if that thing was mm. mailed out. By Hurry the, end the process of this week. along. You know, it's been over a month. You know, you had me wait a long time. You showed that you guys are the superior beings. Mm. We are little minions. We're right. peasants. We have to wait for you. Right. I understand that. Now can I have what I paid for a month and a half ago? Please. And thank you. So I'm calling them today. Well, I wouldn't talk in those terms. I'm not. I'm not going to talk like that. But yes, I will make sure that I can get some information beyond processing for a month. Huh. So, yeah, it's it's game time. Doug, yours is good to go. Mine is good to go. Yeah. Greg Vaughn has one. Yeah. Anna Marie has one. Madison, Madison has, has one. one. Jackson has one. Here we you're go. efforting. And here we go. It's I mean, two, two weeks from today. Is it two weeks from today? No, two weeks, weeks from, from Saturday. Today. We got 16 days it's right now. Three weeks from today, we fly back. Yep. Yeah, we'll have a uh, best of because we don't get back until like late that Wednesday. So that'll be a best of on Thursday. I'll give you a heads up now. Yeah. You okay. guys going to wear thongs on the beach or, yes. any, or anything at all? You guys are going to get to see the outline of my Prince Albert. Oh. I just ordered some new uh, swimwear. About time. <laughs> just in time for my passport not to get here. So maybe I'll use it as a Hampton and pool. So Thursday, oh. February 2nd, no balloon party, no TMA. Yeah, I'll automate accordingly as well so we can have that day off. Is it Thursday? Don't we leave on Wednesday? Yeah, but we don't get back yeah. until super late on so Wednesday. So you said no balloon party on Thursday. That's right. Yeah, we're not going to have a show on th- the day we- after we come back. Oh, we're not. We're not coming. We're not fl- flying into like nine, ten p.m. I do believe, right? Like we won't get in until about ten. Not ideal to wake up and do a show. There you go. Are we doing three shows? Two. Monday, Tuesday. That's right. So we're not doing a show Wednesday morning. No, we, we have leave to- Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, That's right. Be at the airport for probably two in the afternoon. So kind of pack up, eat lunch together, probably. So we're not doing a show Wednesday or Thursday. That's correct. No, no. More thong time for everybody. The passport is stupid because now I know I'm not getting it yet because it would say it's in the mail. So like it, I I hate the processing thing. So I'm gonna call. I I, I don't like being uninformed for this yeah. long. Makes well, no once sense. it's in the mail, it should take two days. Two days. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Huh. Well, that's frustrating. I'm sure. 
Plowsies settle in. You'll be on hold for hours. Tell them you need it a week earlier than you do. Godspeed. That's from Caller Buzz. Oh, I'm a I'm a pro. I just have my charging pad right by me. I'll put it on speaker full volume. It's like I'm not even on the phone. I'll wait as long as I need to. Being on hold now is not as daunting as it was with a corded phone to where you mm-hmm. couldn't put it on speaker and you had to actually oh, yeah. put it on your ear the entire time. <laughs> right. That is brutal. So I'll just set it on the edge of the bed Wait till I, you know, hear my my name called and, you know, go from there. It'd be awesome if they said, okay, we're going to mail that out today. That'd be like the dream come true scenario for me. And you'll be probably sent to a call center in some foreign country telling you whether whether you're allowed to come and go in this country. Yes, I'm going to be talking to someone who does not have a passport (laughs) about my passport situation. Right. That'll be a fun conversation Mm -hmm. to have. Oh, you're in Jamaica right now. That's where I'm trying to go. <laughs> Michelob Ultra, sponsor of our studios here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. I got to tell you, Doug, I got temperatures in the uh, 60s here. Jeez. That's amazing, isn't it? 61? I don't know if that's something that you're seeing. Yeah, Sunny? I, checked, I checked at my Doppler this morning because I haven't done that in a while. Um, but the next 10 days, I mean, I think tomorrow is going to be a little chilly, maybe a high 30s and then a 40s. Then back up in the 50s and 40s for the next 10 days. How do I mean, you do? We're going to be almost through January with really nothing except for that little spell over Christmas. Yeah, we had one week of really horrendous right. weather. Other what? than that, nothing. It wasn't even a week. It was like maybe. And Doug, four would you days. say we're in the sixth inning of winter? Fifth inning of winter? Nurse? Well, the meteorological winter is December, January, February. But you've never acknowledged the meteorological. That's what I do acknowledge. Oh, I don't acknowledge the December 22nd. It becomes winter because it's. Early December is usually quite cold, and much of March is usually okay, and that's much of March's winter, technically. So I kind of go by that December, January, February. So we would be 33, you know, 45% or so, 50%. Nice. About halfway through. Once late March rolls around, I start, I start feeling like I'm ready to bottom for a lot of people because I am excited Watch this. I'm excited. I'm excited. Excited because the weather's nicer yes. for the yes. bottoming. Both of them. But the excitement for the weather leads to the bottoming. Where do you go to find these tops? <laughs> go put off. I'm on all kinds of dating apps. Just John. I'm all over the place and I'm available. The audience knows where to find me and usually it's behind a dumpster. Really? Yeah. I'm an agreeable lover. Mm. A selfish one? No. No, no. Giving. Mm. Yearning and giving. Hmm. Call in 636 okay. if you want to meet me behind the dumpster. Oh, good. Caller Drew's on. He wants to talk about bottoming. Morning, Drew. Steve Schmidt, Key North County phone line. Well, Plowsy, do you have to hit the button? What's that? What are we doing? <laughs> we have a caller. His name is Drew. Oh. You have to turn and hit that button. Yeah, yeah. short headphones. Okay. Gotcha. Hello, Drew. Woo, that was tough. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can Doug, now. This is caller Drew. <laughs> I have a feeling I got called before with a different name. <laughs> I was doing a little uh, rowing because I wasn't sure I'd be able to get through Jackson's filter that yeah. quickly. Yeah, well, not everyone gets on. Uh, but I'll be good. Just let me catch my breath for a second. Hang okay. On. All right. Hang yeah. On. This is not a bit. <laughs> Are you on a rowing team somewhere? Or is it your sport? No, I, I bought a rowing machine 
me and my wife threw down for it together for like a Christmas present for ourselves. Huh. Well, who gets on it. the who gets on the rowing machine and then says, "Hey, I need to call a radio station." <laughs> well, I I got through to Jackson and he's like, "Yeah, let me put you on hold." And I figured it'd take at least a couple minutes, but right. I got right on through. Yeah, okay. I see caller Drew and you get on immediately. You've got that kind of equity. Right. I don't think that's true. Anyway, hang on. So you have a trade proposal for us? Well, speaking of rowing in Jackson, mm-hmm. um, Jackson, be honest here. Were you on a, a pedal or paddle boat, whatever you call those things, with a girl this summer slash fall in Forest Park like three, four months ago? No, sir. Well, that ruined this okay. call. <laughs> I got bad. I was in Forest Park with a girl this summer, but oh, I wasn't on a paddle. Dog. You, you, you guys were definitely not on a boat. Promise you, we were not. Okay. All right. You mistaked bad. me for another pale blonde. Yeah, it was a pale blonde, and and I've seen you around, so I thought I, I thought I caught you. Yeah. No, it wasn't um, me. And it it was a, a larger woman on the other side of the boat who was kind of. You guys were kind of sinking into the water, oh. you know. Well, you but, have me mistaken, unfortunately. Okay, timely, I'm though, sorry, three or four I'm months sorry. ago. <laughs> well, you still got the yeah. fat joke in there. Way to go, buddy. Biggie's not happy well, with caller Drew. I, I'm yeah. fat, too, man. That's why I got the rowing machine. So. Oh, how, how fat a gentleman are you? <laughs> I don't want to get into it. I'm working on it. How, how tall are you? You sound very tall. <laughs> Six, two. Six, two. Oh, Doug, what a tall drink two. of water. And, and you're heavy. So, 300? No, not 300, but um, needing to get under 250. Okay. We'll say that. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm working towards that. That sounds like hard. You got it, brother. All right. Nice, Jackson. Um, you all had some good food takes yesterday, all you guys. Yeah. Uh, Doug, $500 is too much money for a two-person meal unless it's on, like, an expense account. I love you, Colorado, but... Skip the wine or bring it and pay the corking fee if they let you do that. $500 for two. No thanks. I don't care where you're eating. Yeah, I agree. Too much. Um, the fast food, all of your Mount Rushmore's were solid. I would say Plowsy's was surprisingly the worst. I think he might have been a little too high. Uh, like Plowboy, just to recap uh, for the audience who didn't hear it yesterday, what was on your uh, fast food, Mount Rushmore, and we determined fast food has to have a drive through at least at one of their establishments. Yeah, I had Culver's, uh-huh. McDonald's, Steak and Shake, and, uh, man, what else? Chick-fil-A? No, Chicken Out. Chicken Out. Chicken oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Drew, what did you have a problem with there? The, the problem with, it might not even have been his Mount Rushmore, but he mentions that he eats at Sonic, and that, just the fact that you eat at Sonic at all, Plowsy, you can do better than that. I get it. I think what I was talking about with Sonic, and I have eaten there in the past, I do like the chili dogs, not going to lie, but I said the move, if you do get Sonic, would be hop on that app. You know, there's don't deals. Be, don't uh, even have that app on your phone, man. It's all gross. Mm. Yeah, well, I, like I said, the chili dog, I, I, I kind of like. I like the pretzel stick with cheese. <laughs> I don't. I'm not a big fan of the slushies with nerds in them. I don't. I don't like the okay. burger there. All right. all right, all right. But but plow flame. I guess you'd be right now. Plow flame. Um, you are right about Rally's fries. Oh, they're so Up in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Hampton Steak and Shake. You were right about. Yeah. 
It is bomb that Hampton Steak and Shake is still killing the game. Really? That is great information. I might be willing to drive there. So it's family owned. That's the deal? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, the owner's always there. Really? Yeah. That is great. Why doesn't that guy buy up some more of them? Right? He's probably doing just fine with that one. I packed every time. Scale, Doug. Scale. Okay, Mm -hmm. volume. Yeah. And it still works, like you can get through the drive-thru. I almost don't want people to know about it. So yeah, it it's a hidden gem. They have kiosks inside as yeah, well for an additional works. ordering systems. Cloudy, <laughs> there are kiosks now where you can just order, or you can order on the app and yep. pick it up from the kiosk. And it's all outstanding. It's cooked right there, made to order. That Hampton Steak and Shake is bomb. I think I have Cloudy, seven food apps, that. and Steak and Shake is definitely one of them. I, I did, you can get find so many good coupons, Doug. The, the McDonald's app, I have enough points for like four free meals. Can you order Steak and Shake on the app and then just get it? when you? Yep. Oh, yep. hell yeah. That's what you yep. just walk yep. in and it's sitting yep. there for you? Walk in and yep. 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 Call her Drew. That sounds like the move. Is that the move? That's the move, dude. Wow. That's the move. Um, I might do that tonight, Doug. Oh, really? Oh, it's. Oh my God. It's so and they keep it warm for you if you show up 15 minutes? I mean, it's oh, yeah. In the, yeah, it's in the heated little area, yeah. Wow, this is great yeah, I mean, information. Th- don't wait too long, but yeah, I mean, if you, if you get there within 15 minutes, you're good to go. 15 minutes is a good honey A hole. Frisco melt, a. a you want to hear my order? Doug, you want to yeah, hear Doug Call Drew's steak and chicken? Better be a mint yeah. chocolate chip. <laughs> No, I stay away from the the actual shakes. Yeah, they just, upcharge too, for sure. Yeah, yeah, they're expensive and they're just. I'm just not an ice cream guy. Um, I, I would I would I would rather go savory than sweet. So here's my order. Okay. Frisco melt. Mm-hmm. Side of chili. You get the fries, mm-hmm. and you get a cup of cheese for the fries. <laughs> it doesn't really sound like you're trying that hard to lose weight. <laughs> Well, the rowing is going to counteract this. No, it won't. Yeah. You can row from now until the next week. You're not going to lose an ounce if you if no, you eat like getting that. the chili and fries is great. The fries may get a little cold fast, but I like to dip mine in the chili, and so that like mm. repops them. Mm-hmm. It reheats wow. them in the chili. God, there's so much uh, knowledge in this call. Yeah. Another thing you guys were right about Wendy's being underrated. Um, you guys were right on that. Wendy's, when it's operational, is strong. The Hampton one leaves a lot to be desired. That's what that I'm talking department. about. That one's a rough one. Yes. The whole of fast food on Hampton, outside of this steak and shake, seems to be just inoperational inter- in these days. Yeah. Um, and I feel bad for the workers. I'm sure it's hard to find people to take those jobs these days, but it's just, you like. You roll up and they're like, the Taco Bell's like, we're out of tortillas at 1 o'clock p.m. It's like, you're at Taco Bell. How can you be out of tortillas? Mm-hmm. Jack's the about McDon- clothed the on Hampton. That's crazy, too. Yeah, the McDonald's like, oh, we're, we're not taking debit cards today. How can you not take, I, it, it almost makes me want to like write the franchise owners a, a letter. But I, again, I'm pro-labor. Yeah. Um, Lee's chicken was out of chicken, and they were still open. It's like, what are the other options? Just biscuits and dipping sauces? They still have gizzards? Go to Schnooks, buy some more chicken, bring it in, and charge us one in the afternoon. Lee's actually does sell uh, gizzards. Um, oh, nice. You ever eat a salad, guy, or (laughs) apple, or something like that? You know what else? Let me say something else nice about a, a Hampton fast food restaurant. Though, okay. That Hardee's, <laughs> their breakfast that deserved to be on a mon- that should be on a monument of its own. Not even on Mount Rushmore. Well, the one right by the- back to fast food for breakfast <laughs> too. <laughs> the one by the car wash. 
Yeah, the one. I've by never the seen a soul in that drive-through <laughs> in my life. That scares me, but it also means you're there for a year. To order. I've Jackson, never ever seen go, anyone there. Go through there and get a get a get a bacon egg and cheese biscuit and a sausage egg and cheese biscuit and a large <laughs> coffee. You'll have the time of your life. I'll be sitting on the toilet for a year. Yeah, that coffee mm. mixed in with that is a death wish. And I, I think we to... all nobody mentioned this, but it's one of my favorite. I mean, you go to Lion's Choice and get that with the horseradish sauce. Oh, yeah. LC's is bomb, too. Yeah, that is. Lion's Choice is great. Someone mentioned it, and and, and you guys quickly blew by it. Um, but I'm saying that Hardy's Breakfast, man, it, it deserves a Michelin star. It deserves oh. a monument <laughs> of its own. What's that That'd unfinished? What's that um, other? It's, like, still uncompleted up there or, or down there, Iggy, in South Dakota. Crazy Horse, I think it's called. Crazy Horse. Adri- Adriano and then Sopranos. There's so, there's some monument up there. I, I've driven through there with my parents way back when when I was a oh, teenager. Rushmore. There's some mo- monument <laughs> that they're still working on. JD Blackfoot. I think it's called Crazy Horse. Am, am I wrong? It's it's a monument to one to one of the great Native American chiefs. Yeah, JD Blackfoot did a whole album on that actually. Yeah, it's the Crazy Horse uh, Memorial Monument there in Crazy Horse, South Dakota. Yeah, okay. dedicate that to Hardy's Breakfast, <laughs> and we're good. Oh, you could change. I will yeah. add, I'm not going to keep you guys too long. I, I will add, yeah. you, you guys were, were talking about Jewish delis and Y-Down. Mm-hmm. Try Protzel's Fire. on Y-Down if you haven't. That is a gem. Family-owned, yeah. family-run forever. Prepared there right in front of you. Everything bagel, locks. The, I the bet you like all your food corn... slathered in gravy, too, don't you? <laughs> the pastrami corned beef Reuben at Prozzles is <laughs> among the best sandwiches mm. in a great sa- in a great sandwich town. Yeah, you're not wrong. Top 10, man. All fire. All right, I got to go. You got to start Take rolling, man, at some point. <laughs> that dude is not going to be very... He's not on the right path. I feel like I just took in 4,000 calories just listening to that. I love him because he's on my side. Like... Uh, we're on the same boat with a lot of things. Yeah. He's getting a Michelin star would be just a fantastic development. This clown will be four bills by Memorial Day. That's from the 314. Yeah, he might be. Uh, please make it stop. I feel like Ned Beatty with every word he utters. That's the recovering alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves. Hey, fat ass, take the rowing machine back to the store. You're going to be fat forever. Have another cheeseburger for breakfast, you fat, dumpy mouth breather. Doug, that's from Ray King. That was a rough. (laughs) That was the call of the year. That's from Long Balls. Mm. This caller drew in the lead for the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. (laughs) I picture what's-his-name on House of Cards with his rowing. Well, rowing's a great exercise, but it takes a diet, too, to to see significant gains. It takes both. Yeah, you can't eat all the stuff he's talking about and then go row. No. Well, you can't. When I went to the bathroom, did I miss the uh, eight o'clock break? No, no, we're you're still, still, we're still in the morning. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Okay. I was just curious. Morning gets what? Yeah, they they deserve this extra forty minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're getting. Uh, we will break, uh, and then we'll come back with the appliance discounters. Eight o'clock hour. Uh, you are welcome to email in. Lot to work with, Doug. I mean, this is an mm-hmm. hour and forty minutes straight of hashtag content. Good, solid content, Thank too. Thank you. Informative. Thank you. You know, news you can use. <laughs> <laughs> text at Engineer Design Facilities. Uh, text headbox 314 tma 5 
email in design air heating and cooling. Doug's a client. I'm a client. Design air heating and cooling. Uh, I mean, with this weather, make sure the air conditioning's working. Yeah. Uh, any HVAC issues? Design air heating and cooling online at designairservice.com. It's design air heating and cooling. The great Seth Goldcamp and his staff, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show. Design air heating and cooling online at designairservice.com. Send your emails in. For our design air heating and cooling email of the day. Uh, guys, this guy is a TMA dream, a chubby middle-aged married white with penchant for fast food. It is mm. anyone else hard. That's from Danny Tanner. <laughs> yeah, that was like a turn-on for some of them. He just listed all the fast food places that he likes. Yeah, and that mile or two stretch in Hampton. Right. Right between uh, 40 and 44, really. He didn't even bring up the donut shop or anything. What donut shops? Are? Isn't there that big donut there in Chippewa in that area? Oh, they're donut driving, yeah, but it's not, yeah. not quite yeah. on Hampton. you got to yeah, turn well, on talking. to Chippewa there for about a half mile. Oh. Go buy Biggie's. I thought there were more. Stop by and get a steak sandwich. I thought there were more empty calories you could have picked up oh, at yeah, the donut shop. Lion choice, and then double back and get yourself yeah. a venti mm-hmm. macchiato. There. And put some Starbucks. syrup on all that stuff. <laughs> if you could. All right, we'll take a break. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour next.